Welcome to the Madison Miller Podcast. Today is Monday, July 31st, 2023. Today we're going to recap the weekend's MLB, FIFA, other soccer, WNBA. Look ahead to everything going on today. We have golf, NASCAR to go over from the weekend. A lot of MLB trade talk, and I mean a lot. Other news and notes and best bet. We'll start with baseball. Over the results from the weekend and look ahead to the games today. All right. Marlins over the Tigers, 6-5. Phil's over the Pirates, 2-1. Jays over the Angels, 4-1. White Sox over the Guardians, 3-0. Orioles over the Yankees, 1-0. On a walk-off homer by Anthony Santan there. Mets over the Nats, 5-1. Braves over the Brewers, 10-7. Royals over the Twins, 8-5-10. On a walk-off home run by Bobby Wood Jr. There was a grand slam. Um, Rays over the Astros, 4-3. Cubs over the Cards, 3-2. A's over the Rockies, 8-5. Mariners over the D-backs, 5-2. Padres over the Rangers, 7-1. Reds over the Dodgers, 6-5. Red Sox over the Giants, 3-2. Saturday. Jays over the Angels, 6-1. Tigers over the Marlins, 5-0. Pirates over the Phillies, 7-6. White Sox over the Guardians, 7-2. Royals over the Twins, 10-7. Nats over the Mets, 11-6. Giants over the Red Sox, 3-2 on a walk-off home run. By J.D. Davis. Cubs over the Cardinals, 5-1. Astros over the Rays, 17-4. Yankees over the O's, 8-3. Braves over the Brewers, 11-5. D-backs over the Mariners, 4-3. A's over the Rockies, 11-3. Padres over the Rangers, 4-0. Dodgers over the Reds, 3-2. All right, and then yesterday, Angels over the Blue Jays, 3-2-10. Braves over the Brewers, 8-6. Pirates over to Phillies, 6-4-10 on a walk-off home run. By Josh Polico, so had a terrible loss for the Phillies, losing two to the Pirates. Marlins over the Tigers, 8-6. Mets over the Nats, 5-2. Guardians over the White Sox, 5-0. Royals over the Twins, 2-1. Race over the Astros, 8-2. Cardinals over the Cubs, 3-0 as the Cubs winning streak comes to an end. Rockies over the A's, 2-0. Giants over the Red Sox, 4-3 on a walk-off single by Jock Peterson. Reds over the Dodgers, 9-0. Mariners over the D-backs, 4-0. Padres over the Rangers, 5-3. And the O's over the Yankees, 9-3. As the Yankees sat Aaron Judge two games after he came back from his injury. Um. All right, today's game, 6-40. You have the... Fills up the Marlins, Taiwan Walker, Edward Cabrera. Marlins a half game better than the Phillies. Both um, the Marlins and the Phillies. The Marlins have been active. The Phillies need to do something. They've, they're kind of like the Yankees. Like, they really have to do something. Um, this is a pick game. Minus 108 HY over under 8. Overs minus 120. Enders minus 102. Fills minus 1 half is plus 150. Marlins plus 1 half is minus 182. That's a hard one. Um, Taiwan Walker, all, he, all he's done is won this year. ZRA's not great, but I think the Phillies are going to win. Minus 108. All right, 7 o'clock. Rays, Yankees from the stadium. Tyler Glass, no Domingo Herman. The Rays kind of got it together a little bit in Houston, other than the 17-4 disgrace on Saturday. The Rays are favored minus 132. The Yanks are plus 112 over under 8.5 minus 10 each way. Yanks minus, or Rays minus one half is plus 116. Yanks plus one half is minus 140. Yankees a home underdog. Nobody believes in them. Um, Glass now this year has been okay. Domingo Herman has only had the perfect game, and the rest of the year he's been bad. Um, I like the full game over. And every game's the biggest game of the year for the Yankees going forward. Um. And the same can kind of be said for the Milwaukee Brewers as they go against the Nats. Um, Corbin Burns and Jake Irvin. The Brewers minus 10. The Nats are plus 176 over under 8.5. Overs minus 172. Unders even money. Milwaukee minus 1.5 is minus 128. Nats plus 1.5 is plus 106. Um, full game under. That's high. Um, O's Jays. Um, Kyle Gibson and Chris Bassett. Blue Jays minus 148, O's plus 126, over under 9, minus 110 each way. O's plus 1 half is minus 170, Jays minus 1 half is plus 140. Um, totals high, I like the under. Um, 
And I don't get why the Orioles aren't favored. Um, Angels, Braves. Griffin Canning, Charlie Morton. Braves minus 220, Angels plus 184, over under 10. Overs minus 22, and there's minus 120. Angels plus 1.5, and Braves minus 1.5 is minus 110 each way. I like, personally, the Braves run line, but I don't feel good about it. 8 o'clock, Reds, Cubs, golden opportunity here for the Cubs. Um, Andrew Abbott and Marcus Stroman, battle of two terrific pitchers this year. Cubs minus 126, Reds plus 108, over under 8, overs minus 115, unders minus 105. Reds plus 1.5 is minus 100, Cubs minus 1.5 is plus 164. I like the full game under. Um, Guardians, Astros. Noah Syndergaard and JP France. So Noah Syndergaard's first start as a member of the Guardians. Astros minus 178, Guardians plus 150, over under 9, overs minus 115, unders minus 105. Guardians plus 1.5 is minus 134, Astros minus 1.5 is plus 112. J.P. France has been excellent for the Astros this year. I'm going over... Oh, wait, no, that's way over-juiced. So the Guardians over, but I'm going to go Guardians under 3.5 runs plus 110. Surprised that Guardians over 3.5 is juiced like that. Padres, Rockies at 8.30, Seth Lugo and Austin Gomber. Um, Padres minus 205, Rockies plus 172, over under 11.5, overs minus 120, unders minus 102. Padres minus 1.5 is minus 132, Rockies plus 1.5 is plus 110. Um, totals way too high at 11.5, but I'm not even going to take the under because it's Coors Field and whatnot. Um, so... Um, I'm going to go under 4.5 Rockies runs at even money instead. Um, Red Sox Mariners at 9.30. Um, Nick Paveda and George Kirby. Big games for the Red Sox here. Um, and Seattle, but, like, Seattle's going to be a seller, it looks like. Seattle minus 134. Red Sox plus 114 over under 7.5. Minus 110 each way. Boston plus 1.5 is minus 194. Seattle minus 1.5 is plus 160. I love the over. Why is it that low? I mean, George Kirby... Has been decent this year. Nick Paveda is not. So I like the over a lot. I'm surprised that that's that low. The Mariner totals are always so low. It's ridiculous. And at 945, D-backs, Giants, Ryan Nelson, Alex Cobb. Lines are not posted yet. I would assume San Francisco's favored. They're playing better than Arizona right now. Um, But if the total is anything higher than 8.5, I'll be willing to take the under. Right now we'll do FIFA. From the weekend. We'll go over all the results and we'll look ahead to um, overnight and tomorrow morning. Um, All right, so... Friday, England over Denmark, 1-0. China over Haiti, 1-0. Saturday, Sweden over Italy, 5-0. France over Brazil, 2-1. Jamaica over Panama, 1-0. Morocco over South Korea, 1-0. That now we're in the Sunday. Norway over the Philippines, 6-0. Switzerland, New Zealand, 0-0 draw. Colombia over Germany, 2-1. And then um, last night, Japan over Spain, 4-0. Zambia over Costa Rica, 3-1. Australia over Canada, 4-0. Some of them are this morning in. Republic Ireland and Nigeria, nil-nil draw. All right, a big one overnight. 3 o'clock a.m. on Fox. Portugal and the United States. Must win for the United States. If they lose this game, they're failures this year. Like, they have to win this game. I mean, I can't emphasize what a must win this is for our girls. Um... U.S. minus 450, Portugal 12 to 1, and the draws plus 490. I think U.S. is going to win, obviously. Um, I like over 3.5 goals at 2 to 1. I think that's a fun one. Fox Sports 1, you have Vietnam and the Dutch. So that is also Group E. The Dutch are minus six thousand. Vietnam is eighty to one. The draw is 
29 to 1. Um, the Netherlands should win this. I'm going under 3.5 goals at plus 137. 7 a.m. on Fox, you have China and England, Group D. Um, England's minus 50, China's 7 to 1. The draw's plus 330. For this one, I like. Over two and a half goals at plus 110. And on Fox Sports 1, you have Haiti and Denmark, which is also Group D. Um, Denmark's minus 380. Haiti's 10 to 1. The draw is plus 440. This one here, I like under two and a half goals at even money. Okay, now move on to the other soccer. We'll start with... Um, which group stage is going to come to an end tonight, and then the round of 32 will begin tomorrow. All right. Friday, Cincinnati over Guadalajara, 3-1. Saturday, Cruises will in Atlanta, 1-1 draw, but Cruises will advance 5-4 on penalties. Um, Charlotte over Nacoxa, 4-1. Orlando over Santos, 3-2. Juarez over Austin, 3-1. Unam over... D.C. United 3-0. And then Sunday, Queretaro over Tijuana 1-0. Atlas over Toronto 1-0. Red Bulls over Athletic San Luis 2-1. Vancouver over the Galaxy 2-1. Monteri over Seattle 4-2. That's surprising. And Tigres over San Jose 1-0. All right, on to tonight. Four games. First up, 8 o'clock, you have America and the Columbus Crew. This is Central Group 1. Um, and each team has won its games against St. Louis. So, um, disappointing that St. Louis... Um, did not carry over some regular season success. And now this is an opportunity for one of these teams to uh, put itself in a good spot in the knockout round bracket. Um, Columbus is plus 150. America plus 145. Draw plus 250. I'm going with the Columbus. Or Columbus is plus 145. America is plus 150. Draw plus 250. I read that wrong. Columbus is winning that. Plus 145. Um, Puebla and Chicago. This is Central Group 2. Um, Chicago beat Minnesota. And Puebla lost to Minnesota. Uh, Playable plus 195, Chicago plus 110, draw plus 260. I like the Chicago Fire at plus 110. I picked them to win the group. Um, 9-3, Toluca and Colorado. This was or is Central Group 4. Um, Colorado lost to Nashville and Toluca beat Nashville. And I had Nashville... Winning the group. Um, each team's plus 150. The draw is plus 240. I'm going to go with Toluca at plus 150. And then 10 o'clock tonight, you have Guadalajara and KC. This is um, Central Group 3. Each team is lost to Cincinnati. So this is a big game. Probably the biggest game of tonight um, in League's Cup. Guadalajara is plus 160. KC plus 140. Drop plus 240. Um, I picked Guadalajara to win the group, believe it or not. But Cincinnati won the group. But I think Guadalajara goes to the knockout route. I'm going to take them at plus 160. All right, I'm quickly going to uh, 
the weekend. Pittsburgh over Memphis 4-2. Charleston over Birmingham 2-1. Miami over Loudoun 2-1. Tampa over Tulsa 3-0. Louisville over Indy 2-0. Rio Grande over El Paso 5-2. San Antonio over Hartford 5-2. Phoenix over Monterey Bay 2-0. Oakland, Detroit 1-1 draw. Orange County over New Mexico 1-0. Sacramento over Vegas 2-1. And Sunday, San Diego over Colorado 2-0. Okay, now move on to the WNBA. Um... We will recap the games from the weekend. I believe we do not have any WMA games. Yes, that's correct. All right, Friday. Wings over to Liberty, 88-83. Storm over to Sky, 83-74. Wings over to Mystics, 90-62. Sunday, Liberty over to Sparks, 87-79. Read that wrong. Links over to Sun, 87-83. Dream over to Mystics, 80-73. Storm over to Fever, 85-62. Sky over to Mercury, 104-85. And the Ace is over to Wings, 104 to 91. All right, now we will go over the results from the 3M Open. Um, interesting, to say the least. And... Your winner of the event with the score of 24 under, he ran away with this, was Lee Hodges. Tied for second with 17 under, Martin Laird, Kevin Strillman, and JT Potson. Tied for fifth with 16 under, Keith Mitchell, Dylan Wu, Sam Ryder, Tony Finau, and Alex Badley. Tied for 10th with 14 under, Cam Davis, Scott Stevens, and Emiliano Grillo. Tied for 13th with 13 under, Nate Hardy, Brett Horschel, Zach Blair, Alex Ren, Callum, Taron, BU, Hostler, Grayson Higo. Tied for 20th with 12 under, Ben Griffin, Taylor Hogue, Tyler Duncan, Tyson Alexander, Aaron Ray, Jason Duffner, Matthias Schmid. Tied for 27th with 11 under. Doug Gims, Sayu Kim, and Jason Hadley. Tied for 30th with, 11, with 10 under. Kramer Hickok, Kadeki Matsuma, Mackenzie Hughes, Doc Redman, Max McGreevy, Eric Cole, Stefan Yeager. Tied for 37th with 9 under. Adam Spebson, Stuart Sink, Patrick Rogers, JJ Spawn, Adam Long, CAU. Tied for 43rd with 8 under Paul Haley, Justin Sue, Matt Wallace, Matt Gouchard, Justin Lauer, Davis Lipsky, MJ Doffe. Tied for 50th with 7 under Victor Merman, Trey Molinax, and Peter Koost. Tied for 53rd with 6 under Brant Snecker, Russell Knox, Chad Ramey, Bryce Garnett. Tied for 57th with 5 under Henrik Norlander, Grayson Murray, Brandon Wu, Nate Lashley, and Ryan Gerard. Tied for 62nd with 4 under James Hahn and Frankie Kappen, tied for 64th with three under Matthias Schwab, Ludwig Aberg, Kevin Chappell, Trevor Cole, Sangil No, Kaito um, Onishi, 71st at, or 70th at even was C.T. Pond, 71st with one over is Ben Taylor, tied for 72nd with seven over Joaquin Herman and Augusto Nunez, and among those cut, Adam Hadwin, Lucas Glover, Taylor Pendrith, Kevin Twice, Scott Harrington, C. Thick, Leah, Charlie Hoffman, Ryan Amore, Andrew Novak, Sean O'Hare, Ryan Palmer, Evan Van Royen, Nicholas Hojard, Estelanza Goyo, Harry Hall, Jimmy Walker, Robbie Shelton, Christian Zinehout, Brian Stewart, Nate Watney, Joel Dahman, Justin Thomas, Chris Stroud, Cam Young, Davis Thompson, Brian Matthews, Mark Hubbard, Richie Renske, Sanjay M., Taylor Montgomery, Matthew Neesmith, Carson Young, Cagely, Robert Strab, Brian Moore, Seb Straka, Cam Percy, Sodi Kadiara, Austin Cook, Jonathan Bird, Kevin Roy, Chesar V, Troy Merritt, Dylan Fratelli, Kevin Westmore, Michael Glidzik, Ben Martin, Hank Lebiota, Austin Eckrow, Sam Bennett, Harrison Endicott, Patton Kazir, Lucas Griffin, Gary Woodland, Peter Malnati, Andrew Landry, um, Ryan Fox, Michael Kim, Brian Gay, Nicholas Echevarria, Grayson C. Harry Higgs, Brent Grant, Will Gordon, Austin Smotherman, and withdrawing Kelly Craft, Trevor Werblow, and Scott Percy. Alrighty. We'll go over the results from the weekend. We'll start with trucks. Um, winning the truck race was Carson Hosvar, second, Ty Majeski, third, Zane Smith, fourth, Jake Garcia, 5th. Matt Mills, 6th. Corey Heim, 7th. Matt Crafton, 8th. Nick Sanchez, ninth. Grant Effinger, 10th. 
William Sawalik. The rest, Christian X, Ben Rhodes, T Tanner Ingram, Tanner Gray, Haley Deegan. Oh, wait, no, I messed up. 14th was Taylor Gray, Tanner Gray, 16th. Tyler Ankrum, 13th. I got the names mixed up there. I'm sorry, guys. All right, Matt Mendetto, Bailey Curry, Roger Cruz, Connor Jones, Daniel Dye, Chase Purdy, Timmy Hill, Colby Hallard, um, Dean Thompson, Will Rogers, Stuart Friesen, Lawless Allen, um, Brett Holmes, Ryan Vargas, Justin Carroll, Christian Rose, Derek Lemke, Mason Massey, Spencer Boyd, and Josh Rume. Xfinity from the weekend. Your winner, Sam Meyer. Coming in second, Parker Kligerman, third, Austin Hill, fourth, Saja or Sage Karam. Fifth, Riley Herb, sixth, Josh Berry, seventh, Casquala, eighth, Josh Bleakey, ninth, AJ Almondinger, tenth, Brandon Jones, the rest. Daniel Henrik, Jeb Burton, Ryan Sieg, Parker Retzlaff, Brendan Poole, Anthony Alfredo, Blaine Perkins, Justin Alger, Brad Perez, Kyle Weatherman, Josh Williams, Parker Emerling, Joe Graff Jr., Stanton Barrett, Dexter Stacy, Sheldon Creed, Jeremy Clements, Leyland Honeyman, Connor Mozak, Cole Custer, Sammy Smith, Kyle Sieg, Alex Labbe, John Hunter Nemechek, Ryan Ellis, Brett Moffitt, Chandler Smith, and Catherine Legg. And the Cup Series. Your winner, Chris Boucher. So a very unexpected winner over the weekend. Coming in second was Denny Hamlin. Third was Kyle Busch. I believe that's who my pick was. Fourth was Joey Logano. Fifth, Ryan Priest. Sixth, Brad Kozlowski. Seventh, Martin Truex Jr. Eighth, Eric Gamarola. Ninth, Austin Dillon. Tenth, Kevin Harvick. The rest, Chase Briscoe, Bubba Wallace, Chase Elliott, Ryan Blaney, Tyler Gibbs, Tyler Reddick, Ricky Sinos Jr., Alex Bowman, Kyle Larson, Chris Bell, William Byron, Michael McDowell, Eric Jones, Ross Chastain, Todd Gilliland, Austin Sindrick, AJ Allmendinger, Noah Graxon, Ryan Newman, Justin Haley, Harrison Burton, Corey LaJoy, Daniel Suarez, Ty Dillon, J.J. Yealy, and B.J. McLeod. All right, next weekend is Michigan, Xfinity Saturday, Cup Sunday. No trucks until August 11th in Indianapolis. Over the weekend, but no bigger than the New York Metropolitans trading Max Scherzer to the Texas Rangers for a young prospect who has a familiar name. And that young prospect is Luis Angel Acuna, who is the brother of Ronald Acuna. All right. The Rangers are really going for it. Jacob DeGrom's out for the year. Nathan Navaldi's now on the injured list, which we'll get to in news and notes. And Texas sees the opportunity to go for it. The Astros are down compared to other years. Who the hell knows? Maybe they respond by going to re, uh, bring back Justin Verlander. But um, good on the Rangers for really going for it. I think they are going to potentially regret giving up Acuna down the road. But they didn't need him. They have Corey Seager and they have Marcus Simeon. But my question is, is it worth giving up Acuna for two years or a year and a half of Max Scherzer? Who is, in my opinion, not the same guy as he was with the Nationals when the Nationals won the World Series. So, that's the case against Acuna, meaning like, against trading Acuna for a year and a half of Max Scherzer. 
So this year he's been excellent in double A, three fifteen with seven homers and fifty one RBIs, OPS at eight thirty. So he's raking. He was raking at Frisco. And now the Mets have a middle infielder of the future. So that was a, for that straight up trade, I, I like it for the Mets. But at the same time, the Mets deserve all the criticism in the world for really um, being a, such a failure this year. And um, they recognized that it wasn't working. So they're blowing it up. Maybe Verlander's next to go. I think everyone's available on that team except for Peter Alonso. Alonso's the only guy that's untouchable on the New York Metropolitans. But like I said, the Mets season's a disgrace. And... Steve Cohen knows it, and good on him and the front office for not fantasizing that they're still in the race. So they get a really, really solid prospect there with... Cardinals. So they have a new look rotation. And their rotation is already good. It's crazy that they added both Montgomery and Scherzer. Scherzer's going to be at the top of the rotation, though. With Avaldi, who's hurt right now. But the guy, the fact that they traded for both those guys is not a good look for Otani. Avaldi. Um, Avaldi, I'm worried, might be out for the year. Then why would they trade for two pitchers then? So the Rangers get Jordan Montgomery and Chris Stratton. Um, so Thomas Sagisi and Takoa Roby and reliever John King. To the, to the Cardinals. Um, so I'm just going to pull up the Rangers farm system rankings real quick. Um, oh, maybe they're under St. Louis. So, Sagisi is now the number eight prospect in the card system. And um, Roby is number four in the uh, card system. So, the cards did pretty well in this deal, too. And like I said, you got to give credit to Texas for really going for it. Now their rotation is absolutely stacked with those guys of all the... Um, and then Jacob DeGrom when DeGrom comes back. But Montgomery's a free agent, so he's a rental. And then you have Dane Dunning. Now you don't have to deal with Martin Perez. Because I just don't think he's very good. And I think Texas knows that. And that's, a, that's another reason why I feel like they went out and got not one but two pitchers. But I also think Texas needs a bat. Their offense sputtered against the Yankees without Aaron Judge about a month ago. So that's all you need to know. So I think Texas needs a bat as well. But really, really good on Texas for really uh, going for it. Um, the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim 
also made a big trade. Acquiring Randall Gritchick and CJ Crone from the Colorado Rockies in exchange for Jake Madden and Mason Albright. Um, so the Angels, the, one of the reasons why they did this was because of the injury to Taylor Ward. So they reacted to the injury, of course. Madden is now going to be the 20th prospect in the Rock system and an Albright 21. So getting two lower-tier prospects for Cronin and Gritchick who could help the Angels now. I think it's a win-win. The Rockies need pitching in their system. Um, Albright's been pretty good this year in Fresno. And Madden has not been good. So maybe it's a change of scenery thing. And Madden obviously was a fourth-round pick last year. So... Maybe he'll pitch better with the Rockies. Um, but I like this deal for L.A. Really deepening their lineup in the wake of the injuries and really trying to make that push for Shohei Otani. So um, we'll see how that goes. But the Angels, I think, might be. If there's a team that's going to regret buying, I feel like it's them. So... Um, that's that. And then another trade that went down was the Blue Jays acquired Jordan Hicks from the St. Louis Cardinals for Adam Kloffenstein and Sam Reverse. Um, I like this addition for Toronto. Um, I don't think Jordan Hicks has been very good this year. But maybe a change of scenery will help him. But at the same time, I don't know if I trust him getting big outs against the AL East. Like, Aaron Judge in the top of the ninth inning in a big game in Toronto. Like, that's a good bet to hit a home run. So, I don't know if this is going to be the perfect addition for Toronto. But I don't hate it. Um, so, we'll see how um, this one goes. And Kloffenstein, let's see where these guys end up on the Cardinals list. 23. Um, third round pick for Toronto in 2018. It's been okay this year in AA. And it's going to be triple A with Memphis. And then Sam Reverse. is now sixth in the card system. He's going to be in Memphis as well. Didn't pitch great in New Hampshire for the Blue Jays. So, going to be interesting. All right, other trade deadline stuff. So, we did the trades already. Um, so... Coming down not long ago, no White Sox off-limits. Chicago is listening to offers for everyone on the roster, including Luis Robert and Dylan Cease. Holy shit. That's wild. They are really waving the white flag, and they really have done a nice job recruiting prospects as they really aced the, the trades with the Angels. And um, I don't know what they got back for Lance Lynn who went to the Dodgers. I'm going to look that up right now. And I don't think Lance Lynn's been any good for the White Sox this year. And obviously, um, Joe Kelly goes to the Dodgers in that deal. So Trace Thompson is back in that deal. I'm sure it was hard for the Dodgers to trade Trace Thompson because... Obviously, he's had big moments for them. And then there's that Lakers-Michael Thompson connection there. So I think that's a hard one for the city of Los Angeles to swallow. And then uh, minor league starter Nick Nastrini and minor league reliever Jordan Lejour. So Lejour and Nastarini. So Nastarini 
is now their number four prospect. Been okay for Tulsa. Now he's going to be in Birmingham. And then... I don't know if Leisure's in. Yeah, Leisure cracked the 26. And he was actually pretty good in Tulsa. And he's going to be in Charlotte in AAA. For the White Sox. So, the White Sox have done a fantastic job in these trades for Giolito and for Lance Lynn. So, they're doing a great job remaking... Their farm system here. Um, the Braves are looking to add a starting pitcher. That's new. And they've checked in on Verlander. Oh, baby. Imagine if they got Verlander. Oh, my God. No one's beating them. Um, but their growing belief is that the Mets will hang on to Justin Verlander. Although Verlander is committed to win a championship with the Mets, but is open if team wants to move in a different direction. The Red Sox considering dealing Adam Duvall and James Paxton as they eye young pitching help. They do need young pitching help for sure. Um, the Dodgers were talking to the Cardinals about Jordan Montgomery and Jack Flaherty. So Montgomery's off the table. Uh, Flaherty's the one that they could get. And they're in position to acquire Justin Verlander. An Astros reunion is unlikely. Um, Cardinals report says that the Cards are not trading Nolan Arenado. Working on building roster for future success. So that must mean Goldschmidt's off the table as well. So the teams that... So the Rangers were in play for Verlander, but... Now I would assume that they're out of the picture. Dodgers, Astros, and the Reds. The Reds are a different one. But I don't know if I'd like that fit. I love the Atlanta fit for him. Obviously, Houston. He knows that team. The Orioles only want pitching. As they say, the only deals they'll make will be for relief and rotation help. And then Michael Lorenzen... The Marlins and the O's are showing interest. I think the Marlins would be a wonderful fit for Lorenzen. I don't know if I'd like Lorenzen in Baltimore against the AL East teams, but the Orioles' left field is not what it used to be. So maybe um, that would be a fit. Um, and then the other trade I was thinking of for the White Sox is that they um, trade Kendall Graveman to Houston for Corey Lee. And Corey Lee isn't even ranked in their system. That's because he played a lot of games with the Astros this year. That is a great return for Kendall Graveman. So the prices this year are really, really high for... Um, these players and Corey Lee obviously was a first round pick. Now he um is going to uh be in triple A for Chicago. Um the Cubs are um Look like they're going to be holding as they had the eight-game winning streak. Um, after it was reported they were considering selling and that they're firmly on the fence. Um, the Yankees are eyeing Dylan Carlson, and they were eyeing Jordan Hicks before he got dealt to Toronto. Carlson would be a really good ad for the Yankees. He'd be an upgrade in left field. Um, and Carlson has control. So that's why I think that would be a great addition for the Yankees. Um, he hasn't been very good this year. So 
maybe a change of scenery could really do him some wonders after a couple of down years. Um, and another team's in play for uh, Flaherty, um, Rays and the Marlins. I know the Rangers obviously land in Montgomery. Hicks went to Toronto and the Marlins would be a great fit for Flaherty as well. Um, the Yankees are expected to add help as they'll make some moves in the last hours of the trade deadline. That's what they should do. They should let's see how tonight goes against the Rays, how far back they are. If they are more than three back in the loss column, they trade Glaber and trade some guys that have value. But if they win tonight and some other teams lose, go for guys that could help you. Carlson, maybe change the scenery can help. Um Maybe consider going after some relievers. So we'll see what they do. But listen, they're doing it. I know some will say they're doing it wrong by waiting. You never know what could be on the market. So that's why I'm always a believer in waiting. And the Yankees did not really, quote-unquote, wait to sell a couple years ago, and there were um, better guys available for them to potentially get in prospects, Juan Soto, Nationals, most notably. So um, that's my biggest um, thing is always wait because you never know what's available for you. Um, The Marlins are pushing hard for Glaber Torres as they've hired him for a year, but... Apparently, the Yankees' price is too steep. Um, I think NG Advanced Media is full of crap, personally. And then the Yankees, Phillies, Blue Jays, and Marlins are all seeking right-handed hitters ahead of the deadline. So, um, there's some deadline talk for you. And, obviously... um, if any other big monster trades go down, then I might have a special show tonight. But you would have thought I did would have done a show for the Mets, the Mets trading Max Scherzer, but um, I just didn't have the time to do so. So that's why I had to do a segment about it on today's show. All right, the other news and notes. Um, we're going to do rapid-fire style. Um, so, um, the Sean Payton, Nathaniel Hackett drama has been crazy. Sean Payton regrets what he said about Mc, or, um, McVay. Um, Nathaniel Hackett and... Rodgers warns Sean Payton as he defends Nathaniel Hackett. So that Jets-Broncos game in Week 5 is going to be something. Um, A 49ers wide receiver had some beef with Trayvon Diggs, and that's also in Week 5. Travis Kelsey punched a teammate. Um, and then he took accountability after the scuffle during practice. The Eagles unveiled Kelly Green uniforms as they're bringing back those threads. And Sonny Michelle retires as Sean McVay announces that Michelle is retiring from the league after five seasons. Michelle, um, interesting, um... I'm surprised he's retired so quickly. He must have some stuff going on. Um, But yeah, he bounced around a lot. Patriots, Rams. John Mechie III shakes off a defender. And it was posted on social media. The Jonathan Taylor drama has been crazy. Um... 
He requested a trade, apparently. And then the relationship has been damaged as things between Taylor and the Colts seem to be unraveling and everything is on the table right now. And then Jim Irsay says that they won't trade Jonathan Taylor. He goes, not now and not in October. And then JT would cost the Colts an early round draft pick and any deal for Jonathan Taylor. And JT could be placed on the non-football injury list for back injury for own workouts. And then he comes out and says he never had or reported back pain. So this is a mess. The Indianapolis Colts are dealing with a messy, messy situation on their hands with their star running back. Chris Jones liked a tweet which may speculate that contract talks with Chiefs and Chris Jones may be at a standstill. Ezekiel Elliott was visiting the Patriots over the weekend, so that's interesting. Dalvin Cook had his visit to the Jets. He has not signed there yet, but it looks like he will. The Vikings are open to trading Daniil Hunter as um, they failed to reach a new long-term contract, although they did agree to a one-year $20 million deal. The Bengals signed XFL quarterback Reed Sinnott after Joe Burrow's injury. Um, there's speculation that Burrow's could miss into the regular season, which would not be great for the Bengals, obviously. Um, the Steelers assigned Kawan Alexander pending a physical, so that is a really interesting veteran signing for the Steelers. And the Dolphins are signing Eli Apple after Jalen Ramsey's injury. So Eli Apple, I don't think is a good player. Maybe I'm bitter about that because he was a a bust draft pick with the Giants. But he played well in the Bengals Super Bowl run. And maybe with um Jawan Howard there and not Jawan Howard, um Xavier Howard there. Um in the Dolphins secondary, um maybe he'll play a little better. Um Kenneth Walker um, has a, a shoulder injury, or I'm sorry, a strain to his groin. And Zach Charbonnet out indefinitely with a shoulder injury. So some Seahawks injuries, not great for them. That They should be okay. Um, but yeah, Burrow out several weeks could be a factor heading into the regular season. And Jalen Ramsey out until December. Full meniscus tear repair on Friday morning. And expect to be back for the playoff push. And who even knows if they're going to be in the playoff push. That's a very bad injury. Garrett Wilson sprains his ankle as he's not practiced since Wednesday as the team is being cautious. That's not great for the Jets. Um... Now I'll do baseball news and notes. Um, we talked about Taylor Ward um, getting injured as he was carted off the field and taken to the hospital after being hit in the face and will likely miss the remainder of the regular season. So that is a, a loss for the Angels, but it, they got Gritchick to replace him. Shoyo Tani left in the ninth inning with cramping in both legs. But no IL stint, so that's good news. If he was on the IL, that team is crap garbage. Like, worse than the Yankees without Aaron Judge bad. Because, um, let's face it, they're a one-man show, as in Shohei Otani. Even though they did get some nice pieces at the deadline, but they're a one-man show. SHO. Uh, Jordan Romano to the injured list with the lower back inflammation, so... That's not great for Toronto. That makes sense to why they pulled off the Jordan Hicks deal to um, do uh, some uh, softening of the blow. Um, so Evaldi on the injured list with a forearm injury. I'm worried about Evaldi. There's a 
reason why they went out and got Jordan Montgomery too. But imagine Evaldi, Scherzer, and Montgomery. Well, Montgomery really won't be what, a number four starter in the playoffs for them. Uh, Dane Dunning's in their rotation. But they're, they're, they're loaded, Texas. Billy Epler addresses the Max Scherzer trade as he says it's not a rebuild. Uh, it does look like a rebuild, especially if you trade Scherzer, if you end up trading Verlander and you trade Pham and you trade a bunch of other guys not named Alonzo, it is kind of a rebuild. Um, Dave Roberts says a Walker Buehler return is possible as he says um, it's a viable possibility coming off his second Tommy John surgery. So that would be great if they got him back. There are some MLB owners frustrated with the athletic situation as they have received um, the um, preferential treatment from the league. Um, of course, they're upset. All right, so Saturday had a huge crowd attendance an average of 38,858 marked the highest attendance Saturday since August 10, 2013. So that's the highest in 10 years. So that's great for the game. Um, so... Arenado to the Dodgers, a long shot. And the Cardinals are likely only trading impending free agents. We talked about the Yankees getting Aaron Judge back. He made a huge impact on Saturday night's game. Friday night's game was zip-zip until uh, Santander's walk-off homer. And then yesterday, the Yankees got their asses kicked because Luis Severino doesn't belong in an MLB rotation anymore. And that is... And they would have lost that game if Judge was in the lineup. Maybe the Yankees score six runs instead of three, or five runs instead of three, but they still lose because Severino's that bad. So maybe the Yankees knew to sit Judge in a game that they thought they weren't going to win anyway. And I'm not defending the Yankees in any stretch of the imagination for sitting Judge on Sunday. It was uncalled for. Um, Bartolo Colon to retire as a Met in a ceremony on September 17th. So that's pretty cool for them. Um, Miles Miklas suspended five games for throwing at Ian Happ on Thursday night. That probably costs him a trade. Um, USA Youth Baseball Team under twelve wins forty three to one in World Cup play with record shattering blowout over New Zealand. Where's the mercy rule there? Like those New Zealand kids must be embarrassed and ashamed. Um, Justin Verlander gets 250 wins, so congrats to him in what could have been his final start as a Met. Um, Giants defensive end Kayvon Thibodeau unhappy with rookie years. He said last year's film kind of disgusts him when he looks at himself, but I don't think Kayvon was bad last year. Maybe he just thinks he could be better. Um, all right, Bud Crawford moves to 40-0 after his TKO. TKO victory over Errol Spence Jr., so congrats to him. Um, Katie Ledecky passes Michael Phelps as she makes history with the most career individual swimming world titles of all time, so that's amazing. Brittany Greiner to miss two games to focus on mental health. I mean, that's not completely stunning. She's been dealing with a lot since she came back. And her team's been disappointing, obviously. Some basketball stuff. The uh, Clippers won't rush a Kawhi extension as talks are kind of quiet. And how about this? The NBA sent a Dame trade memo as Lillard and his agent Aaron Goodwin could be disciplined if they insist he only wants to go to the Heat. They should be disciplined if that's the case because... Portland has a right to trade him wherever he wants because he doesn't have a limited no-trade clause. The Blazers should trade him to the team with the best offer. 
And then Lillard's agent goes and denies telling Team Steam would refuse to play for them if he wasn't traded to the Heat. He's, Goodwin's a liar. Of course he only wants to go to the Heat. That's all we've been hearing all summer long. The New York Knicks are expected to extend Josh Hart in the range of four years, $75 million in August. So if they extend him, just keep being an asset. So um, it'd be cool if they extended him because they gave up a first-round pick for him. Um, Thanasis Adetokounmpo resigns with the Bucks, So he goes to play with his brother. Um, Paul George and Carl Anthony Towns appear to be um, on vacation together, joined by Avicja Zubac and Patrick Beverly. That's an interesting group. Does Cat want to go to the Clippers? <laughs> That's funny. Um, Drake May. The Carolina quarterback gets huge praise as an AFC executive refers to him as a potential generational prospect in 2024. Well, I don't think he's as good as Caleb Williams. That's for sure. But I do think May will be very good. Drake is obviously touring right now, and he took a picture in the Capitals locker room, and he says other teams are slipping. All right, some other college football. Um, an SEC team offered Tolia Tagovailoa $1.5 million as he was offered crazy money to transfer from Maryland, but declined. So that's interesting. I wonder if that team was like Auburn or LSU. I don't think it was Alabama because I don't think that um, Alabama would want to his brother again. Um, five-star prospect. And number 14 overall prospect from for 2024, Perry Thompson, has switched his commitment from Alabama to, to Auburn. So that's a big get for Auburn. A couple of soccer stuff. Um, Real Madrid still wants Mbappe as PSG is open to a deal to avoid Mbappe leaving on free transfer next year. And the two clubs have yet to hold talks. And in Milan to sign Yanis Musa as Musa is leaving Valencia on a $22 million transfer. Alrighty. Last but not least, my best bet of the day brought to you by FanDuel. Um, there is one that stood out to me. Um, obviously, Friday's lost as I went with the under in the Braves game. And it did not work out. So. I'm going to lay. A quarter unit. On over seven and a half. Between the Red Sox and the Mariners. That's a really low total. I know George Kirby's been very good. But that if that's 5-3 Mariners. That's a win. Like. That is way too low. The Red Sox um, are a good offensive team at times. They're much better offensively at home than on the road. I understand that. But, like, that's very low. Especially in a game where Nick Pavetta's pitching. Like, come on. I like the over in that game a lot. All right, so that's it for the show. I'll be back. Tomorrow for sure for the regular show um, of a portfolio pick to give out. And maybe it's a pre-trade deadline pick for baseball. We'll see. And we may do a trade deadline show tomorrow to recap the trade deadline. But if not tomorrow, then we might have to do it Wednesday morning before the regular show. But if there's any monster trades today that I might have to do a special show tonight. So keep an eye on that. Hope you guys have a great day, everyone.